1: I'm trying to elevate small talk to medium talk. Hi, I'm Alexander Chester, and of all you want is a dingle, what you envy is a schwang, a thing through which you can tinkle or play with or simply let hung.
0: And I'm Avsonensky and Alex, so what you're saying is you're not completely fulfilled by Kiev, Ali, Jared, and myself.
1: <laughs> Welcome back to Pretty Good Friends, a friends podcast between pretty good friends Let's say good. We are here today to discuss season one, episode six, the one with the butt, which originally aired on October 27th, 1994. Um, this is another episode where as soon as you start watching like a minute in, you remember what the title's about. You're like, oh, yeah, it's it's this episode.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah um, for sure.
1: But yeah, going in, I did not remember. And um, one of my homework assignments since our last episode from you was I compiled 16 different Internet rankings of all the episodes. And I can report that um, three of the six episodes we've seen so far—the uh, episodes two and three, and then last week's episode—are all ranked among like the bottom uh, uh, episodes of the show. So, um, if you okay, if, that's pretty good. Yeah, so I think that's promising because I've I've been enjoying them enough to keep going. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Uh, And it's going to get better.
0: Yeah. Um, Which I think we, I don't think that comes as a surprise to us, but I am a little bit surprised to hear that these are like literally considered like close to rock bottom episodes.
1: uh, You know, I think that there's a few episodes that are like really hated. And then I think these are just, you know, people, the people are basically neutral on them. So So of the
0: ones we've seen so far, um, excluding this episode, because let's uh, let's save that for later to see yeah. if that's if this is included in that. But which are the ones that are because I would think that East German laundry detergent is pretty highly regarded. George Stephanopoulos, yeah. I would think, is pretty highly regarded. Um, and the so I guess the, the number two and three sonogram and thumb, are those the ones that are
1: low-tier? low tier, low ranked? Yeah, East yeah. German laundry detergent last week is is ranked 43rd overall. So mm-hmm. it's yeah, uh, it's a pretty popular episode. Um, Stephanopoulos. Oh, the, the the pilot is is also pretty high. It's ranked 64 yeah. overall because, you know, it's the pilot pilots, pilots usually star. are. Yeah. Yeah. And then Stephanopoulos is kind of in that meaty part of the curve. And then, okay. yes, yeah, sonograph at the end of the thumb are pretty low. Um, but we're here today to talk about took Let's move on to the butt if you're ready. Yeah, I mean, I saw a little bit of a crack, a
0: little opening for us to mm. sneak in mm. to the episode itself. OK, um, that being the one with the butt season one, episode six. it was seen by once again a fewer number of people than saw the episode that preceded it 18.6 down to 18.2 so you know by the end of season one there's gonna be zero people watching i think at, at current uh, pace so yeah
1: and you can't even blame the world series because of course in october of 1994 there was no world series
0: that's true that's true um there was no world series there the was the first no, year uh, since
1: 1905.
0: Yeah, there was no uh, there was no hockey uh, at this time, as we established a couple episodes ago. Eventually mm-hmm. that season would come back. That was yeah. they didn't they didn't miss a whole season.
1: Yeah, they, they do that later.
0: Yeah, it's always smart. You do the do the strike at the beginning of the season so that like you can still have a season and like a playoffs
1: because it's like, yeah. oh, who
0: cares? Oh, this was only like a 98 game baseball season. Like, whatever. It's a lot of yeah. games
1: still. Yeah.
0: Like no sane person like who's not like a diehard baseball fan is like, oh, they only played 98 games this year. <laughs> yeah. Or what? What was it? The twenty twenty? It was actually a lot. Well, they played. No, they played sixty. They played sixty. Yeah, yeah. Even that's a lot of baseball.
1: And then, but then they let eight teams in the playoffs. And then, unfortunately, let's say that your team was a a two seed playing a seven seed that would not have been the playoffs otherwise. But you lost anyway because uh, that's what you do in the playoffs. It was very frustrating.
0: Yeah, and that was the year the Dodgers won, right?
1: Yes, the Dodgers finally won. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's weird that they won their their only win was like in a kind of bullshit year.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, they were in the World Series multiple times. No, I know. Them, it's, so, yeah. No,
0: I know, but it's probably, like, just deflating or, or like, anticlimactic for lots of Dodgers fans. So it's like we're, like, when we finally won, it's kind of like this, like, weird season that, like, you didn't yeah. really develop, like, the relationship with the team. The uh, yeah, way. but at
1: least they, they could it's attend a lot of same games. players Couldn't they I attend don't. those games?
0: I don't remember. You would say um, I would think California was the strictest, no?
1: Actually, no, I think, no, you weren't attending any games in 2020. Yeah, they had yeah. that. Yeah, they put the things in the stands. That's right. Um, yeah, because LA had the same. Oh right, I remember Syria that. In the ball yeah, that was creepy. Oh, yeah. I love those cardboard guys in the stands. They
0: were funny, <laughs> I thought. Yeah, it was funny, but it's also yeah. creepy. Yeah. Um, I
1: mean, going to baseball games is better than not going to baseball games.
0: Yeah, so we have a few firsts in this opening scene. do mm. You want to name okay. what the firsts are? Can you, do you know what, any thoughts on what the firsts are? Um, With this cold open.
1: Remind me what the cold open is again.
0: The cold open is the friends are sitting in the stands getting ready for Joey's play. Oh start. for
1: Joey's performance okay yeah. and then so he does
0: a... and, and then he does the song and the yeah oh,
1: okay so well, is it the first time we don't start in the coffee shop? It's
0: the first time we don't start in the coffee shop. actual perk
1: okay yeah. um I mean it's the first time that that we see uh Joey working in a beard singing etc. That's correct. Like that. That's number two. Um, no
0: um yeah. I believe I think this is right. I think this is the first cold open that is relevant to the plot. That's like connected to the plot, not
1: just a joke. You're saying
0: not just right. Like a completely like mm. discreet, you know, conversation or joke. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, and then the internet tells me that this is the first episode of friends in which Rachel is donning the Rachel
1: her hair. Oh, oh, okay. I, I I noticed she didn't have it earlier, but I didn't notice she did have it in this episode. Yeah. So. That's what I'm, that's what I'm told. All right. I wonder if uh, that'll be brought up by, uh, by the postman, by anybody
0: um yeah we'll see i actually didn't read any of the postman this week so i'm oh, um, in for postman. just as much a surprise as you
1: interesting
0: we, we got the song alex on it before um <laughs> all you want is a dingle what you envies a Thing you through which you can tinkle or play with or simply let hang you know these are all excellent things to do so like everyone's like trying to like be nice and like pretend like oh yeah like oh you want to play like um you know like you actually were in it um and Chandler is like much more focused on this lady that he has spotted across the hall. And yeah, but, but
1: Chandler's also the only one who uh, tells Joey the truth. Well, that's that's eventually. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. that's
0: after he gets the confidence
1: yeah, cuz yeah, he yes, uh, cuz exactly.
0: she says yes. Yeah, he's but, focused on Aurora. Yeah. Um yeah, he's like nervous to go over because she couldn't be more out of his league. Mm-hmm. I think that's the yeah. first
1: time we probably get that. <laughs> um Now, d- do you recognize Aurora? Yeah, of course. Her name is Sophia Milosh. Yes. Another game for Milosh. <laughs>
0: another game for Milosh.
1: <laughs> she was plays there. In another show for Milosh. She plays Richard's girlfriend in season one of Curb, uh, who fights with Larry. I guess that's not so descriptive, but I think it's the first of many Richard girlfriends.
0: She's in, yeah, she's in the pilot. She's yes. the one with
1: the pants tan who at yes, the movie exactly. theater. yeah Yeah, yes. Um, and, um, yeah, so uh, another another appearance on this podcast for Milos. Great job by her. Now, Aurora is Italian. That's but what was she, it? <laughs> that's yes. what she tells Chandler. Correct. But then on the date, she'll say she was in the Israeli army.
0: Yes. And her father is Italian. So in real life, she's Italian, not yeah. Israeli.
1: Well, so I, I thought she does look Israeli or Italian. And then I guess just generally Mediterranean. Which actually is incredible. Yes. Yeah, her father's Italian. Her mother's Greek. Yeah. So yeah. She's Mediterranean through and through. Yeah.
0: She was born in Switzerland, though. Yes. That's all but I don't cares. think that affects what you look like.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe that chocolate does something. What else? Yeah. What do they have in the yeah. cheese? Well, you, yeah, you know, it's a question. Is it, it
0: is, you know, what you look like and all that sort of stuff? Is that nature or nurture? It's a big, yes. un, big undecided question. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I mean, so I, I've
1: I've actually I have been I've been to Switzerland once, but only for one day. I, I, I'm curious, well, the chocolate and the cheese, are they known for their dairy in particular? Are they the Wisconsin of, of Europe? Um, Well, the chocolate for sure. Or is it just a coincidence that these two, like, what are the other sort of Swiss ch- cheese? I mean, the cheese is
0: just like it's a type of cheese. It's not like but it best, doesn't like, derive it,
1: from from Switzerland. Oh,
0: it probably does. But yeah. it's just like one of like 100 types of cheese. It's not like especially known to be the best cheese, right? Oh, like the way that yeah. I think Swiss chocolate is considered very elite level cheese.
1: All right, I'm reading the... Uh, the I I'll very
0: look. much dislike Swiss cheese for what it's worth. I think it's oh, one I of love. the worst I like. cheeses. Oh, no, I like it. It's good. Uh, it's not
1: like an everyday cheese, but it's got a little bit of bite to it. It's,
0: a, like it's it. a it's a no-day cheese. Okay.
1: Um, it is... Uh, I'm, all right, so the top Swiss foods are cheese fondue, okay, mm-hmm. raclette, which is melted cheese served with potatoes, <laughs> Um, uh, Swiss chocolate, Swiss cheese Okay, so they're big into dairy there
0: Yeah, well, dairy, I dairy like, is great
1: right. uh, Then they got a bunch of breads, I guess, for dipping in their cheeses Zopft and Rusty uh, My pronunciation is, I'm sure, completely accurate Basler, Lock. Okay, why are we discussing Switzerland
0: this? produces over 475 varieties of cheese mm-hmm. Comma A milk based
1: food produced in a large
0: range of flavors, (laughs) textures and forms.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yes, that's what cheese is. (laughs) I like um, I shared this in our in our movie chat today. I was looking at a um, I was reading an article about Oppenheimer and uh, the movie decided it was very important. Say it again. Butch. Oh, not that Oppenheimer. Oh, yes. And it showed a picture of General Leslie Groves and then next to it, a picture of Matt Damon, a very, very famous actor who plays uh, Groves in the movie. And the caption says General Leslie Groves and Matt Damon, comma, right. So that just in case you didn't know which one was which. (laughs) Right. Um, And then even better, it shows uh, Kitty Oppenheimer and Emily Blunt, um, uh, the famous actress who plays Kitty Oppenheimer. And again, it tells you that that Emily Blunt is on the right. Right. with all due respect to Kitty Oppenheimer, uh, Emily Blunt is a, a far, 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 far more attractive woman. And I don't think you'd confuse them for each other in either uh, of the circumstances. But yeah, um, well, yes, speak for yourself. So, OK, so now we know what cheese is. And yeah, apparently I'm the so
0: do you, so you think do you think she's an Italian Jewess who went to Israel and joined the army? Like, what's her story?
1: I, I would assume that's most likely, you know, an, an Italian Catholic um, woman um, going to serve in the Israeli army. Well, certainly possible seems uh, less likely so i would assume she's a a person of the hebraic persuasion
0: yeah aurora is like hebrew adjacent
1: it's um, it's funny you say that because um my brother had a um a a, a long time friend who was uh not of the hebraic persuasion named aurora and caused my parents great consternation um and then aurora ended up um converting and becoming an orthodox Jewish um yeah. Uh, not in having any relations with my brother, just by independent uh, coincidence or maybe not coincidence. Um, But she changed her name because Aurora, she determined was not Jewish enough, but you think it is Jewish.
0: I mean, I think it's like adjacent to like, or which means light. Like, I think it's clearly a derivative of this. I mean, it's, it's probably technically from another language, but meaning like,
1: Ah, from the Latin enough. word "aurora," meaning dawn, after yeah. the Roman goddess of right. the dawn. Oh, right. aurora borealis, of course. Right, right. No, that, that's yes. that's why I as soon as I thought of the
0: name, I was like, "Yeah, aurora borealis." It's this big burst yeah. of light. "Aurora" or means light. Uh, aurora is somehow. the name
1: of the princess in blank.
0: Aurora is the name of the princess in
1: Sleeping Beauty. Oh, in the Disney version, yes, of Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I didn't know that, but I probably haven't seen Sleeping Beauty in 35 years. So,
0: yeah, no, you shouldn't. It's horrible.
1: No, oh. like it was probably it like, fine when
0: it came out. It was just
1: like, is, is it like racist or it's just no? Like
0: I mean, maybe, but <laughs> probably. But um, no, it's just like the, the the real a lot of like it's just like a really really slow by like, compare like comparing to like the more modern Disney movies. Like it's
1: not good. Okay. Uh, have you seen Dumbo recently?
0: No, I would imagine Dumbo oh. was probably similar.
1: It, it's first of Bambi, all, it's, only like, it's all, Dumbo, Dumbo's only like forty-two minutes or something. It's like very short, so that's good. (laughs) But it is extremely racist, and like I was not, I was not expecting that. Uh It has like uh, like uh, black people as slaves, and like you know, um, it's uh, it's,
0: is is it is it
1: endorsing black people being slaves? I mean, it's not like Twelve Years a
0: Slave also has black people being slaves, but it's
1: it's not set during like the early nineteenth century. It seems it's more like sense. aspirational. Right. Like people of darker no. colors should be like it's it's uh, you know it's not great. There's uh, some stereotypical voices and whatnot. Yeah. Apparently. Um. Okay. Um.
0: So yeah, so probably so, don't watch Dumbo. Yeah, you don't need to watch Dumbo. Um, you really shouldn't watch most of the Disney movies before like night, before like Little Mermaid. Pinocchio's pretty good. Snow White's okay. Um. Peter Pan's not that good. I'm telling you, these old ones—they're not so good. Watch the you know, watch the '90s ones; those are the good ones. Um, so then, notwithstanding the fact that everyone else is, oh wait, we skipped the whole like he's we we, we skipped over Aurora. Um, yeah. So Sorry. yeah, Phoebe <laughs> Phoebe's like, well, maybe you guys could be one of those like you know classic sitcom couples where like you know she's beautiful and he's a nothing um and chandler actually uh you know gets some confidence from that and even though like he like probably delivers like the most awkward way i've I've ever seen anyone ask anyone out um he somehow gets a yes um because you know as we'll later find out this woman will say yes to pretty much anyone so joey is feeling good as well i
1: I mean here is the question and it's sort of like the joke of the episode but like it is a little hard to understand with, 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 with no offense to Chandler. Why would a woman who is interested in strictly a, a third, quote, mainly sexual relationship, quote, why would she choose Chandler? I get it. He's funny, whatever. He's cute. But like, you know. Yeah. Be although
0: honest, before he, he's not an she, ideal
1: candidate for, for that third role.
0: Yeah. Before she before he, at the time she asks him out, he asks her out. She has no reason to believe he's funny.
1: Yes. Well, like all he's done
0: is be really shy and awkward.
1: Well, it, it's sort of self deprecating in, in a humorous way.
0: But... I guess. I guess. Um, so, yeah, Joey has received a business card from an agent. Uh, Phoebe is very surprised. She says, based on this play. <laughs> and, or actually, she says, based on this play. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, then she switches it to like, oh, based on this play.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Nice try.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay, so we dance in the fountain, we head over to Central Park, so finally there, we have to wait all the way till after the theme song to get to Central Park, and Chandler comes in and tells them about his date, and this is interesting, like, you know, I feel like we very rarely going to see friends do this, where, like, the whole thing is, like, set out through flashback, and it's like, kind of, like, going back and forth between Chandler telling the story, and we sing it, it was pretty cool, um, so she's, uh, you know, telling about how she's in the Israeli army, and she's just like casually mentioning in passing as she's talking about the time that she went to Yemen. Um, she drops in the name Rick, and we find out that Rick is her husband.
1: Yeah. By the and, way, uh, is, is the Friends writers they have a whole running joke about Yemen, or do you think it's just coincidence and they forgot? Um. So
0: I don't know. I mean, I don't. I do. Is it more than one other time?
1: Well, it's one other time, very famously. OK, but, but they could that... have chosen any place in the world. By the way, if you serve yeah. in the Israeli army, you're not allowed into Yemen. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, maybe she went to Yemen before the
1: Israeli army. <laughs> yes, perhaps. So she's got multiple passports, being um, Italian as well. Yeah. Yemen seems not
0: great. Um, and so he's mar- she's married to Rick. She's dating Ethan. And now she's fucking Chandler. Yes. So that's uh, she's not she's not dumping anybody.
1: Mainly sexual.
0: <laughs> it's 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 date date dump sleepless. Yeah. Yes, no, uh, date, which is a
1: much better version of the game, by the way. It seems date like. marry. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Know. yeah, right. There's no dump. Yeah, get rid of the kill. Just, <laughs> you just uh, keep you just
0: keep accumulating more with yeah. <laughs> different words. It,
1: it, it's uh, FDM basically. Yeah.
0: Um. So.
1: By the way, I will say that um. Although this is supposed to be mainly sexual, every time we see them, it's not sexual. It's much more. They're just just
0: hanging out, right? And she seems very charmed by him.
1: Yes, yeah. That's why he wants more, I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, at first he thinks it's a perfect relationship, all fun, just talking and sex, no responsibility for anything the girls are like, I can't believe that this is like like, this is like the first time that they've like, you know, met like, you know, red blooded like men like this. Yeah, that want like casual relationships with sex and no uh, no responsibility for anything, which is like Um,
1: like the default like cliche of mandom. Certainly, for a long time, if not decades, centuries, but certainly very prominent in the 1990s.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ross is jealous, although I feel like this is a little bit out of character for him. Like maybe, like I'm not saying like he's like he would be like against having. Like, uh, he can't be an orgy guy. You're saying? He, he could, but like that's not like really what his fantasy is. Like that's not what he really wants. Like, sure, he, he wants to sell stay all done. Wedding. He wants to be married. Yeah, yeah. He wants to be married again.
1: But everybody would be okay with this for a, a short period of time, I think, at least. Right,
0: right. I, yeah. Again, I'm not saying he's turning it down. I just don't think that's well, what He tries he's, to put. Going he
1: tries to put forth the theory by Richard Leakey, of course. <laughs> yes yes that now I-, I googled it uh, uh richard leakey is the name of a real life kenyan pale- paleoanthropologist okay who sadly passed away just last year yeah so i so he and leakey is uh the founder of the leakey foundation so i did go to leakeyfoundation.org and therein there was an article which states uh may i tell you the thesis mm-hmm. the science of monogamy is not an open and shut case The debate is still going strong about the specific evolutionary origins of why we form lasting relationships, and science is continuing to uncover the precise mechanisms behind partner selection in the brain. So I think that's what Ross was going with when he was trying to
0: say the theory put forth by Richard Leakey. Okay. Um, Joey would never want to go along with this kind of relationship, because he must always know that he is dating more girls than the girl is. Yes. It's funny. Um, yeah, it was funny the way that you like, I, I did not see the line coming at all. That's not what I remembered. So like yeah. when Joey was like, I couldn't do it. I was like, like, like wait, really? Yeah. This like seems right up your alley, Joey. Yeah. Um, I guess that's, that was the joke. Yes.
1: Um,
0: so yeah, this is, I think our first real like Chandler and Joey episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it's certainly not the best of the, all the Chandler and Joey episodes. I assume we'll find better ones. Um, so those are really the only two storylines. There's like a third Storyline that's just like a personality traits. Yeah, uh, it's very, it's a very mean Monica. Like a
1: brief mention that she's anal.
0: Not a brief mention. It's like they talk about it a lot, but like all they do is talk about it. Like it's not. There's no plot. Yeah. i mean this is like a, there's a plot but it's like the most no, bare this is bones. joey this
1: is joey and chandler yeah, and yeah yeah so it's weird they there even, are bell cows yeah today. this
0: whole thing just feels very shoehorned in um it's interesting i wonder if i watched it closely if you could even like necessarily say this is part of the same episode um but um i guess I, I guess it probably is they probably talk about the other stuff while they're there um yeah they're making the butt jokes yeah fine okay um Rachel is wearing a red cross shirt, um, and she has cleaned the apartment successfully for the first time. She's very excited. Uh, mm-hmm. Monica is not as enthused because she has spotted an ottoman that is in the wrong place, and this is a disruption of the normal order of things, so she puts it back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And everyone is just like handing it to Monica that she's, um, you know, she's too anal, she's too OCD, she's obsessed with being clean. Yeah. Um, Ross
1: has the best line here, I think.
0: Um he tells water?
1: her he tells her when we were kids, yours was the only raggedy Ann doll that, wasn't <laughs> that <raggedy."> was was <laughs>
0: yes, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um she says that she too can be a kook. I think she means a cook. Oh, no, she was saying kook. No, Kooky. I know, but she's not a cookie, she's a cook.
1: Yeah. A chef. Um, yes. Uh Ross will uh, later be a cook. Um yes, <laughs> yes. Um, well, he's already been a cook. Oh, yeah, we discussed that. Yeah, that's true. The timing implies. So, so uh, such, I think even if
0: like, even if like your, your wife leaves you to go, like, it's like, it's like she tells you and then goes like, you're still, I think you're still being cocked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, doesn't the definition have to be that it's while you're still in a relationship? Sensibly, was- if she didn't start a relationship with Susan Tilla, uh, but of course we know that she did. So
0: yeah, I feel, I feel, honestly, I feel like if your wife switches teams, like you're automatically cocked
1: but if any like if if she like leaves you for another man it's saying like you know you in theory have what it takes it's just that there there's better options than you if she leaves you for a woman it's like no harm no foul it's like you know no but isn't like the, the whole like
0: concept like, of being cocked is because yeah, it's, it's like this strain of, of masculinity, masculinity. yeah super, so it's like to specifically leave yeah. to go to a woman is like yes, it, yes. i would you know to, you know to the person who most fears being cocked i feel like that's the i worst. guess so
1: yeah i guess so but the, yeah the, for the, me the worst um, form of cockage yes i would much 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 rather my partner leave me for a person of a different gender than my own okay just a uh, um, message out there to Dr. Janice. Yeah. Well, to this you specific. you don't feel that way. If, if your wife was if you found out your wife was cheating on you or or other or leaving you or whatever, you wouldn't much rather it be for a woman than for another man. I guess. I guess that makes it less of a reflection on me. Uh, it's I, I guess it's not even close. <laughs> of, of course. It's a no brainer.
0: Well, don't they debate this on on Seinfeld that like George feels like he drove her away from men? Yeah. Okay. So that. So that's a bit. You, you were so manually
1: <laughs> and masculine, right? Your penis was. You were so well endowed. I yeah. I mean,
0: usually when people come out, it's right. It's the. It's you know the basic anatomy and the uh you know not wanting to be with that type of person. Yeah. Like more, it's like, more than
1: oh, <laughs> your like your oh, Why did you get divorced? Oh, uh, because I'm a terrible person. My wife hates me, or because my wife's gay. Like, which one of those is a better thing to say? <laughs> pretty right. clear.
0: Yeah. No, that's know. true. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they start challenging her with some hypos, see mm-hmm. how she can handle them under the pressure.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Ross wants to know what would happen if she doesn't pay her bills right away. Uh, Rachel puts in her head the notion of buying a detergent that doesn't have, like, the proper, like, easy, cup, so easy pour cup or whatever. Um, and she's, like, she's, she's okay. You can tell she's having a tough time thinking about these things, but, like, she's getting through it. But what tips are over? Disrespect for wood, of course. Yeah, because who can tolerate disrespect for wood? When Chandler conjures someone leaving a glass on a coffee table without a coaster, she's had it. She can't handle that. And Ross is the one that gives her the epiphany that she's turned into her mother, which is not great based on what we've seen of her mother.
1: Yeah, but I'm also gonna say that um, she's she's like she's much more extreme than her mother in terms of like the the OCD thing in the animal Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, although we never like we haven't like seen her mother like in her house and how she is so like we, okay then you leave a mess right like yeah. okay yeah Russ probably has a good idea um yeah. of, but um yeah so
1: uh, Joey right. comes I, first I, ha- I had a yeah. very friends moment last night I was hanging oh. out with a with a group of uh of dudes and fellers two as thin that, fellers as, as Jerry would say and one of the dudes name was was Russ R U S S okay. And one of the fellers' last names was Roos, R-O-O-S. Okay. And we were playing a, a game. Uh, it, was, uh, it was sort of like bowling, except it wasn't. It was golf. But the idea is like where we had a scoreboard and like up on the room and the scoreboard, we had all our names uh, up there and we were on teams. And so we had a Russ team against the Roos team. And it was very confusing. <laughs> that does sound confusing. I was, like, I was like, why did everybody on the board go by their last name except for Russ? Yeah. No, that no. he shouldn't have yeah. done that. Yeah, I mean, he organized the whole event. He was like the host. So I think that's why it made sense. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Russ beat Roos, by the way, if you're wondering. Oh, I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, Rus was my teammate. So. Oh, yeah. Excited. Good. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> fuck you and fuck Roos. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so, yeah, Joey comes in. He's super excited because he's going to be in the new Al Pacino movie. Mm, yeah. He's so excited. He's doing his quotes. He does Injustice for All. He does The Godfather Part Three. Um, but when they want to know, so what's the role that you're gonna play in the Al Pacino movie? He has to tell them that he's actually a, a butt double. Mm. He's the for double Al Pacino. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna be a butt double, at least I it's don't, not for like see, a different guy. I, in I don't the Al think Pacino
1: Joey Tribbiani, at this stage in his life certainly would be at all embarrassed about this.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's still like, it's pretty cool.
1: First of all, I get to be in a big movie. I, I get to show off my ass. My ass is considered so good that Al Pacino wishes he could have it. <laughs> I, I get you know. Like, he's going to get more girls from this. Like, it seems like an absolute no-brainer.
0: Yeah, although I guess the question is, how do they know that he has, like, a proper butt for this?
1: Yeah. I, well, they probably said just find us Italian-American men who are, like, this build in this age. But why does
0: he even have to be Italian-American? All they're seeing this is a butt.
1: Uh, if you can't tell a, uh, someone's ethnicity by their butt, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> I, can yes. tell when, I can tell what race they are, maybe. <laughs> no, you're asking reasonable questions. Um, yeah. Yeah. Gotta have a uh, an an Italian American butt for Al Pacino. I mean, ah, if if you were if you were called and said, "Hey, do you want to be the butt for?" Give me who's sort of the the Jewish version of Al Pacino of a uh, of 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 or even Seth, Seth Rogen. Well, I was thinking of that. No, but but Seth Rogen isn't like sexy or attractive. But sure. Oh, I mean, we, but we want you a for Jewish,
0: set- sexy man.
1: <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I was thinking like yeah, like the the sexy man of like how old was um was Al Pacino then? So the equivalent now would be like what Brad Pitt or something. But uh, we need a Jewish version. Um, who are the Jewish men of, of that generation? Um oh, Daniel Day ready? Lewis. You want to be Daniel Day Lewis's butt? Daniel Day Lewis is Jewish. Yeah, he's very oh, Jewish. I did not know that at all. Yeah. He's Irish. He's an Irish Jew.
0: I knew he was Irish. I usually, to me, and he's disqualifies Irish. you from being Jewish.
1: Yeah, and he's well, uh, re, the uh, president of Israel, Herzog, who I'm seeing tomorrow. His uh, or today, the, the day you're your seeing is. him. Well, Where are you mean, seeing him? Per- he's speaking. Uh, he's speaking in Manhattan tomorrow. Oh, okay. Which is today. Um, uh, it was. It was such a great comment. Um, my conversation with with my wife because uh, my, my wife is a, a lover of food, mm-hmm. which is uh, but like very um, very uh, straightforward about it. Okay. So I, I signed her up for this event as well. So she got emails. email. So she says to me, why did you sign me up for this Herzog event? So she I thought I it was said, wine. No, no, it says the president. Oh, so okay. I said, I said, I said her, so I said, it's the president She's like, Israel. ooh, wine, food. No, it's the president of Israel. You don't want to hear him speak? And so she said, is there going to be food? And so I said, no, there's not going to be food. So she said, then why would I want to go to an event?
0: I kind <laughs> of hear you.
1: So she's passed on that event. So I do have an extra ticket, but it's uh, non-transferable. So if, if your name is Jennifer Chester. Oh,
0: so you got to do uh, Leon. You got to find a Jennifer Chester. Start
1: <laughs> I mean, I have very little time. It's tomorrow. But yes, that's true. Yeah, I, think... I mean, there are harder names to find than Jennifer Chester. I think you could probably find one. I need a Jennifer Chester in New York City who wants to go see. See, Leon was offering like a, like a trip to uh, where? To some exotic island.
0: Yeah. I'm Although offering... Standing in
1: line through security for two hours to see uh, an hour long speech by uh, uh, a ceremonial head of uh, state from a country that uh, if you're not Jewish, you may have zero interest.
0: Well, yeah, well, that's kind of what I was getting at, uh, The yeah. odds that the other Chester's out there, um, you know, if they're interested in coming to this, I'm kind of suspicious why they want to be there in person.
1: Yeah. All right. So I Google Jennifer Chester. Oh, but this no, but I see my wife, but I see someone from Kansas. I need New York City, though. <laughs> Jennifer Chester, New York City. Um. This is doctor, 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 doctor. Wow, Jen's dominating page one. Um, t- okay. Oh, we have a you're teacher. Looking where, you're
0: looking on Facebook.
1: No, we have a teacher in in um in Terrytown, New York. How far is Terrytown? Westchester. Oh, Mrs. Chester is a teacher at the Transfiguration School in Terrytown, originally from New Hampshire. All right, she got a 4.0 GPA. That sounds pretty good.
0: Oh, there's a there's one in Massapequa that I see on Facebook. Too. Oh, should this- I should I send her a message and ask her if she wants to go to the Herzog <laughs> thing? I could get her a free ticket, but it, it's only for someone with her name.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the 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 person who would accept this would be uh would be very uh very funny, actually, very curious and suspicious. Um, yeah, I don't think I actually want to go with a stranger who just happens to do you have to do you have to be with this person. No, no, I I could go solo.
0: Right. So okay. Yeah. So if if this person wants to go, will you email the, her her ticket?
1: Well, we'd still be actually, I I assume it's a first you sit wherever you want to sit. Well, well, don't.
0: Well, you should know that before you end up with Jennifer Joy Chester.
1: Yeah. I mean, there is no there's no ticket. It's just her name is on the list. Okay, fine. So
0: it's not like you're going to have to sit next to her the whole night.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, So I'm just off. Yeah. Um, Hold on a second. Is this uh, there's a bunch of Jennifer Chester's? Yeah, this is the first one. Oh, there's one who lives in Manhattan. This is the first one that I see other than my wife. The one I just sent you. I see a bunch. The one I sent just sent you, though. Oh, but I don't see where, where, where places lived doesn't show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sh- should I ask that one? No, that'll get you in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't think I'm offering the ticket. I think uh, if okay. I go. I will not be going. Uh, I will be going solo. Stag, okay. as they say. Yeah.
0: All right. I mean, I think that's very selfish of you like one of these other Jennifer Chester's <laughs> might want to go and you're just like hoarding it and like throwing it in the garbage basically okay
1: uh, if you post this episode before 2 p.m tomorrow and we happen to have a listener named Jennifer Chester or okay. one who knows one Fine. they are free to contact me but I'm not gonna reach out to these Jennifer Chester's but if a Jennifer Chester reaches out to me I will certainly uh she's not, she doesn't need anything from you. all she just needs to know is the location of the event so I will share that oh you don't even need a ticket she's just on the list yeah, it's there's no paper tickets. It's just, okay. yeah, you're on the list. Okay.
0: Yeah. So oh, yeah. so you're against me telling any of the Denver chesters if they want, they could go to this event tomorrow and walk in and they're on the list.
1: I feel like security would not appreciate just uh, spreading the address to random uh, Chester's out there. Chester's are usually shady characters. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they do that. De-
0: they definitely want to have the minimum number of Chester's. Yeah,
1: place, I think <laughs> they'll reluctantly accept one.
0: Yeah. So No Chester's. <laughs>
1: That's right. They're allowed that one. Yes. Well, they were. They were. They no, They're allowed to have two. They were allowed to. Yes. Yeah. But one of them must be Jennifer. Because <laughs> uh, they figure she's not a real Chester. She's just a name. Right. Right. Not, not by blood well also somebody could change their name to jennifer chester just like your jennifer chester. just like yes my jennifer was not always chester that's true right so all right so if anybody listening to this but you i don't know if you could get your name changed legally and get a new license in such short order and no i wouldn't think not. so i hope yes. not
0: that would be actually quite alarming if you could, could do that,
1: that. <laughs> yeah i mean you could probably get a fake ID. i don't know wow, there how, should be good a li- yeah. how good will the security be i wonder probably very good yeah but are, like would they know the fakeness of an id would they i care? don't know they might scan them um, yeah. Okay. Don't get a fake Eddie with my with uh, my wife's name.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it, there's like there's a head of state is going to be at the thing. Like
1: there's going to be very good security. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the the head of state of a state that's frequently right <laughs> for,
0: for, for violence. And, Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Very. A lot of people are very invested in killing yeah. this guy. Yeah. So you. I have noticed people aren't fans. Of the Jews. No, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, they have they have good reasons, but like, yeah. you just want to kill us. Like, just <laughs> no, talk bad about us. That's fine. <laughs>
1: All right. Okay. Um, let's, let's move
0: on. Yeah. So we time lapse to the morning um, and everyone's in their robes. Chandler and Joey come over and you really get the sense from this that like th- these guys just like <laughs> everything they need. They just rely on Monica for um, like Joey's like needs moisturizer. Chandler needs like food for breakfast. And they're just like they just come over across the hall and get get their supplies, get whatever they need and and go on with their days. Um Chandler ends up walking in on Joey, I guess, putting moisturizer on his butt. And he acts like he's seen the most heinous thing he's ever seen in his life. I think he I yeah. just
1: saw a butt like but my eyes, my eyes is like, well, I think he might have been bending over. You might have seen like a hole very open uh-huh. or something like that. Okay. Um, are, are you watching the other guys? I forget. Featuring a uh, friend of the pod.
0: Um, I watched like three or four episodes and oh, okay. I didn't think it was that good.
1: Okay. Um, because at least according to the uh, the guys on that show, uh, hole pictures are very, very popular on uh, certain apps. <laughs> and uh, wow. which I, uh, not being on those apps or having uh, such personal experience um, in that community, I was surprised to know. People yeah. like to see pictures of holes. All right. Anyway, but uh, Chandler does not, or at least not when he wasn't expecting it. <laughs> I mean, I think probably nobody does when they're not expecting it. I don't know. Well in this in in the other guys, there's frequently uh pictures of holes popping up on people's phones unexpectedly. And uh, yeah. reactions are uh, uh sometimes uh ooh. and
0: um and I think you should leave this season we got to see a hole. We yes, we did. Yes, you are looking at a nude egg. Yes. Um I mean you should have, have a little bit of a hole. Um yeah, so anyway, <laughs> What was that last comment? Well, because in the line they say you're like, we should all have a little porn. Oh God, yeah. Okay. I didn't understand what you were well, saying. I'm sure it's much funnier now that I've explained it.
1: <laughs> well, at least it's under, it makes sense. All right.
0: Yeah. Um, so he, you know, Chandler is uh, very excited about how great this is going. He gets all the key moments. None of the duller confrontational moments. Um, but he's, you know, he's got to hurry because she's heading over to see Ethan momentarily. So yeah,
1: <laughs> time's limited. And as he's, as he's giving this whole conversation here, it's very confusing. Like why are you wasting your precious 20 minutes in the girl's apartment? But then at least he calls himself out on it. So,
0: yeah. Um, so we go over to Joey's movie stats. He's, uh, about to be featured in the Al Pacino movie and the director tells him, all right, time to, time to lose the robe. And, do you know who this director is?
1: I uh, know. Who's the director?
0: The director is James Burroughs, the director oh, really? of the episode.
1: Oh, cool. Oh, I didn't notice that.
0: Yeah. Um, so
1: Joey's just like I taking this. I know him from behind the camera usually.
0: Yeah. He's taking this uh, way too seriously. First, he's clenching and then he's doing some other, you know, maneuverings with his butt. And the director is kind of just like, dude, we really just need a shot of your butt. <laughs> like, yeah. this, this isn't uh, that kind of role. Um, Chandler and Aurora are continuing in bed and aurora lets him know that it's time to, for her to leave and chandler's like wait but like you just saw ethan like why well, do you have to go and turns out that she's not seeing ethan and she's not seeing rick and she's leaving chandler because there's a fourth guy Ooh. andrew and uh chandler is just like this is crazy like yeah. you know most guy, most women would kill for three guys like us like you know <laughs> yeah. how come you're never satiated
1: yeah this whole conversation with aurora where you know he's asking her to lose the other guys it reminds me of when jerry asks lynette which is amanda pete um Mm -hmm. if she can drop lyle right right and go solo with jerry and then uh, jerry says just me no dudes or fellers which is why i said that earlier (laughs) that was in my mind yeah just me no dudes or fellers (laughs) yeah so but in that case it took uh, obviously george behind jerry to combine do the work of one real man chandler is proposing that he could be a real man all, all on his own with aurora yeah and i i gotta be honest i'm on team aurora here chandler cannot handle all aurora he, he's lucky he can handle 25 percent of her
0: yeah um i guess so you know i, I guess i definitely like understand like wh- why he does this um i just feel like he probably should have like let this go on for longer
1: yeah of course it, it's uh, we're supposed to believe he's making the right decision but uh, no, I I'm, I'm with the guys in the conversation in, 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 you know, with the girls in the earlier in the episode, like if you're 40 years old, looking to settle down, or even if you're Ross, like that's fine. But like, what's settling down is channel looking to do? Like, he's not like, he just broke up with uh, Janice who was interested in that. Like he's a guy in his twenties. He's got a freaking basketball hoop laundry basket in his bedroom, right? He's a single guy in his twenties who like jokes that he can never get any women. And now he's getting some and like, you know, it's not preventing him from getting into a serious relationship with someone else. So, right.
0: I mean, um, I guess the fact that he's, he seems to genuinely have fallen for her makes it hard. And I think he was fine with it when like, he was the like exciting new guy. He doesn't, but now he, that, does, he
1: doesn't want to be third out of four.
0: Yeah. Like now that yeah. like he's being replaced, essentially, I think that's, yeah. that's, I think that's what really is, is hurting him. Like yeah. he liked but it like, when he was like the taboo guy. Now, but like if someone you really else
1: really like Aurora and like your goal is to like get more of her. I'm going to say that keeping hold of your 25% interest is a better way than uh, giving up all your interest altogether, right? Um,
0: yeah, I think. Unless, you know, if maybe. I, if I
1: may, if I may uh, travel back into the 1990s and treat women as property, right? <laughs> if you have a 25% interest in a company, that is a, a better path to control than if you have a 0% interest in the company. Yeah,
0: I, I think so. Yes. I think that's right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't think you could like play hard like to get with a company. 2023? Like if you no, like probably. give up your shares, the, co- the share you know the company yes. will come, come back to you.
1: Yes, exactly. The company will say, "Please come back." Okay, fine. <laughs> we'll give you one hundred percent. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so back over at Monica's, um, everyone's kind of like char- trying to um, cheer cheer up Chandler and Joey. They've kind of had a rough ending to their promising stories. Mm-hmm. Um, Ross, uh, you know, is like, look, you know, on the bright side. You got to break up with a very sexy, unattable woman, which as he's saying it, he realizes how ridiculous that yes. sounds as encouragement. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they're, then they try to console Joey. Um, Rachel assures him that no one will even know it's not his butt. You can just tell everyone that it is. Um, Joey's like, no, my mom for sure will know. <laughs> Um, based on what we see later, I think his grandma will be very easy to fool that.
1: Uh, yeah, his, his sisters will probably know also, I would yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, they seem to be very um, close to the family.
0: Yeah, Phoebe's the one who I think uh, really is able to cheer him up, which I think is often the case. Like, I feel like Phoebe's like the best at this. Um, she tells him that one day young actors are going to clamor to play Joey Tribbiani's ass.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: And Monica, uh, by the way,
1: I I I, I love when Chandler ca- or calls uh, Joey Big Guy. Excuse me, when Ross calls Joey Big Guy, and then Chandler called Ross out on it. Yes, because yes. it is so ridiculous. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Yes, yeah. Ch- Chandler's uh, like already by far my favorite character. Yeah, um,
0: <laughs> yeah. So Monica goes to bed. Seemingly, she's willing to leave her sh- shoes strewn about, and this confirms that she's a kook. Hmm. I don't know why they thought that was, uh, like, worth uh, ending this episode on. But, um, yeah, we have now an ending where – and then maybe is this also – I guess we'd have to look back. Is this the first, like, final scene where it's also just, like – like, this is is just, like, one straight episode, this whole thing. Like, I don't think we've had that before where, like, beginning to end is all connected. So she's, like, still obsessing over the shoes. Should she go back? No, that's crazy. I want to prove to the others that I can't let go. Then she has this ridiculous idea that she'll get the shoes and then she'll wake up early to put them back so that when no one will know that she couldn't resist and that makes her realize that she really needs help. And that's our show. This is all a moo point. (laughs)
1: Huh. A moo point?
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's moo.
1: I, mean, you said, I don't know if this is a good scene to, to end on and I'll tell you the reason it was and that's uh, as we turn to our moo points because this is the worst episode yet like yeah. you touched upon this earlier but like our storyline is Chandler goes on a date and then our B story is Joey's butt and like that's it and so like I, I didn't dislike the episode but there's just so little there there and so I'm forced to give it just a moo, move, 1.8 moves for me um Um, like a cow's opinion this episode simply doesn't matter
0: yeah um i wrote down the same exact number 1.8 wow yeah so um we'll put those both in um yeah i mean it's it there was something about this episode that felt like so brisk and i think it's because like but like it's not i don't think it was any shorter than the other episodes but maybe it's just because like very little happens so it's just a lot of them sitting
1: around perhaps time flies Um, when you're having fun
0: yeah, I guess no, but I think this is—I think this is like clearly the worst episode we've seen before. And that's kind of what yeah. I was hinting at the top when you you kind of said like these early episodes are bad, and I'm like, well, I don't really know, see know, if I see that yet, except that I know that this—I think this one is bad. Yeah, um, but I wanted to uh, you know give it justice before we. Uh, well, the final I will conclusion. say it,
1: it, it's slightly higher than both episodes two and three. Okay. Yeah. But so, um, I mean, but but it's within the margin. It's basically the same as them. Yeah. So, yeah. And um, yeah, we'll have a. Uh, I think we'll have one more no i see a uh, one more bad episode here then we got on a very decent run and then the end of the season we have a couple more bad episodes but um yeah. Well, we'll, yeah, get we'll get talk to talk about next week's episode i know next week's episode is very highly regarded right. that week's next week's episode is far and away the best episode of the season but, yeah uh, yes, we'll, we'll get to that uh oh yeah he's my <sighs> he's my best friend who is the best friend
0: um my best friend is aurora because if you meet her she'll probably sleep with you which is like tremendous come with guy energy yes um she's a very sexy former uh Mm -hmm. uh, israeli uh female soldier um so yeah you know we're not gonna do much better than that in my eyes
1: yes idf dtf beautiful (laughs) easy best friend you're a fucking asshole that's what you are what about uh who is our fucking asshole
0: um, our fucking asshole is Joey's fucking asshole. Um, a fucking asshole that was, as you said, so, um, horrifying to look at that it's, uh, <laughs> Chandler wanted to gouge his eyes out.
1: <laughs> so not Joey, but Joey's fucking asshole. Joey's literally.
0: asshole. Joey's asshole Amazing. is the fucking yeah.
1: asshole. I'm going to say that for me, the fucking asshole has to be Chandler because he dumped a, uh, DTF, IDF, beautiful yeah. woman. So yeah, bad decision there by Chandler. Why it's dinner for six, five steaks. And an eggplant for Phoebe. What about uh, steaks and eggplants? Yeah, I mean, I hear what
0: you're saying, but I'm giving a whole bunch of steaks to Chandler. Um, I think he, I mean, part of it is just like this episode has very little else going on that like he just like dominates it from a, you know, screen from like a screen time perspective. Like he's like, we're seeing him do the story, then he's telling the story. It's like, he really takes up a lot of the episode. Um, And like he does like, score this like awesome completely out of his league woman for you know a good chunk of time um so I'm giving him three stakes Mm. um I'm giving Joey a stake for being in an Al Pacino movie um even if it doesn't work out I think that's still you know a big step forward for him um one stake for Phoebe for having the best advice at the end to really you know to be able to turn people's spirits and the eggplant's going to Monica for being crazy
1: Bill Simmons talks about how he wants like the MVP award to be different sizes each year to signify like, right. how significant of an MVP it was. I-, I wish we could do the same with the steaks and the eggplants because mm. we we have to divvy up an equal amount of credit for each episode, regardless of you know whether uh, it was earned in the same way or not. Rachel Ross and Phoebe, you know, they don't really do anything. They're just part of the the peanut gallery, and so they get peanuts, but they don't get steaks or eggplants. Monica again she basically does nothing also we you know we have a mention of her being anal but that's not really a story that's just sort of a personality trait as you said Mm -hmm. so yeah it's gonna have to come down to Joey and Chandler for everything for me I I can't give Joey a stake for getting a gig when he ends up losing it okay I just can't like he he had the gig and then he lost the gig so I have no choice but to give everything to Chandler he gets a stake for manning up and asking Aurora out he gets a stake for being funny enough to get her to say yes yeah it gets a stake for having sex with her uh, at least twice he gets a steak for making her breakfast in bed that's a pretty nice move especially when you only have 20 minutes and then he gets a huge fucking eggplant for breaking up with her so
0: fair
1: Hard oh i got fair. one last steak that was only four steaks oh, all really? right um uh, i give the last steak to chandler as i said i liked when he called oh. out ross for the big guy because that was ridiculous all right so chandler gets all the food <laughs> chandler gets all the food everyone else has to sit and watch again which is basically <laughs> what happened in this episode yeah. yeah yeah at least they didn't have to sit
0: and watch him have sex
1: well i wouldn't mind watching Aurora have sex <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. Okay. All right. Um, so if we compare, you know, we've talked about comparing all future Monica boyfriends to Alan. So I think Alan <laughs> will become the yardstick against which all future boyfriends will be measured. If we're comparing other people's dates, then I'm going to have to say, ding, ding, ding. Aurora is the first one who is better than Alan. I agree. I yeah. agree. Drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. Wants to do nothing but go on dates and have sex. Like, I, I don't, you know, Alan's fine. Alan's very good. Alan's no Aurora.
0: <laughs> He's no yeah. Aurora. I'm um, certainly no much more interested in Aurora than Alan. Um, sure, but me, that's my to, own particular yeah, we No, have I'm getting okay. sort of objective. in yeah, yeah. Our
1: own personal sexual, you know, uh, yeah, identity. No, no. Us.
0: There's there's been girlfriends before, and we yes, were yes. we put Alan out of them. Yeah, so no, yeah, I, I was. I, like,
1: I, uh, I uh, in the thirty two fans patron chat. I'm always ranking uh, people of both of, of all gender identities and various yes. attractivenesses, uh, skating very close to the line of cancellation. Uh, uh, heads of state, <laughs> heads of government, and the like. Yes. Um. Yeah. And um. First ladies first ladies? ladies um did i do the first ladies i don't remember i, I did the pres. i did the yes i did the vice president and the first ladies together yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um Yes, um, and and we've had a first
0: gentleman as well. So does this now mean that now Aurora will be the standard by which all future boyfriends will be measured? No, I think
1: it, I think we stay with Alan. We stay with that's Alan. The line from the episode. Okay, so We're Alan gonna, is still Aurora, the... Aurora surpassed Alan. So Alan's still going to be the Mason Dixon. Line. She got invited to the magical club, which will later become a steakhouse. All right,
0: so Aurora is above Alan, as for right. sure, carriage room would say. Yeah,
1: I don't think that Sophia Milos. It comes quite close to the top seller club. So <laughs> no, I don't pretty, think so. Yes. So it's probably time to head to the postman.
0: <laughs> it is time to head to the postman.
1: Uh, postman! Uh, postman! Uh, come here! here Tell That's the good. neighborhood a right,
0: Shonda, Larry, uh, uh, Larry uh, David uh, is. Not uh, only are you you're you're an a lousy Jew, asshole. but you're a lousy human being. He screws so the at? wife of a man in a wheelchair, I, a Shonda! Maybe you should have given me some candy. You're a lousy Jew! Where first off we have Elizabeth Berry, Who asks, am I weird if I have the entire Freud song memorized and (laughs) sing it regularly? Oh, Um, wow.
1: No comments. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. Who is today's
0: Al Pacino?
1: Well, we were speculating about this earlier. So I think in terms of the the actor. So how old is Al Pacino in 94? I'm going to guess he was 50.
0: Al Pacino was born in 1940. So he was 55.
1: Okay. 54. 54. This is 1994. This airs. Okay. So if you're 54 today, you were born in 1969, right?
0: Yeah. So that sounds like around Brad Pitt.
1: Yeah. But Brad Pitt, Al Pacino. Brad Pitt is 60. We got Jason. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeroy Butler. J-Lo. Matthew McConaughey. uh, Daniel Craig is a decent. Javier Bardem. Paul Rudd. We got a great list, by the way. Edward Norton. Matthew Perry um, and Jennifer Aniston, but none of these people are as big as as, as uh, Mel Pacino, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Brad these, Pitt is. Yeah, but he's uh, he's not nineteen sixty nine for being strict. Yeah, he's a little bit yeah. older. I'd say yeah, you, he's you sixty. Call, yeah. Uh, Peter Dinklage, by the way. Very sexy, yeah, man. To- totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's one of those people. Let's say.
0: Okay. Um, this is another classic episode we were where we are introduced to Estelle, even though we don't see her. Um, I did see that like in the DVD version, she was in. Um, Chandler is hilarious, four move points. So, Elizabeth, very happy with this episode, more so than us. One stake to Joey for getting By an way, agent a job. Yeah,
1: Matt Damon, born one year later, 1970, he's the he's the answer. Okay, okay. I think Matt Damon is today closest to what Al Pacino was in '94. Um, I mean, Al- Matt Damon though doesn't
0: like play like gritty roles though. Like, sure. well, yeah, Matt Damon Al- is like always a star. Yeah, and he's he, like he's, always in, like, a savant. Movies. Yeah, like he's always like a yeah. very like exceptional elite person. Like he's never like a yeah. you know someone who's like you know he's gonna get his hands dirty.
1: So you so you like Pitt more. Pitt's even older, but I guess that's. A yeah, but I think
0: Pitt like has that aura and that energy and that yeah. kind of like grittiness more, much more than Matt Damon.
1: You like Affleck? No, I think Maybe. Affleck
0: is closer to Damon in that regard.
1: Mm. Uh, Clooney. What about Clooney? He's a little bit older. I think. He's older. Yeah, he's too old. Yeah. Um, he's only two years older than Pitt. Yeah, same, yeah pretty close. Uh, George Clooney, I would say, and, you know, I was not. A, I think he's sexier in 2023 than Al Pacino was in 1994. So even if he's older, I think Clooney could easily qualify here. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, um,
1: yeah. I'm, so I'm going go with Clooney, but Pitt's another solid option.
0: One to Joey, one to Rachel for being a good roommate and cleaning, mm. three for Chandler for being funny, one Eggplant for Monica for being overly neurotic when Rachel tried to do something nice. The best friend is Phoebe for being so supportive after when Joey loses his job and the asshole is Monica. MJC says the exclamation point in titles of musicals is key. Who among us would rather see Oliver, the Dickensian struggle of orphan boys in London, than Oliver, the toe-tapping musical featuring cockney-accented kids asking us to consider ourselves at home? I have been on both sides of the shameless ass to see a play, so I connected with the struggle of all six in the cold open and beyond. Who knew Chandler would be so connected to Yemen early? This one was just okay for me. Rachel Ross and Phoebe got next to nothing but came through with some good lines. Three stakes for Joey for getting an agent, one for Monica for being such a kook and one for Ross for accurately clocking a big guy moment. Eggplanter to Chandler for listening to the second guy. Come with Guy is Joey's agent, and the fucking asshole is not Al Pacino's. Two and a half Freuds. Okay, good email, good email. Alex Orvitz writes, Hey, Av and Chester. Turns out Joey's butt makes for a decent episode. This was one of my favorites so far. Oh. Although I do have to give the fucking asshole to Joey's butt for overacting and sabotaging his gig. The best come with gal goes to Aurora, who seems to be open with all of her many husbands, boyfriends, side pieces, and is a learning moment for Chandler, who has maybe realized he wants more than just sex in a relationship. 3.8 moves, two stakes each for Chandler and Joey, one stake for Monica for attempting to be less of a neat freak, and an eggplant for Rachel for moving things around without asking first. (laughs) Um, okay, Kyle King. Well, Joey finally got in a storyline, and it was a dud. I do like that it showed more of where he was as an actor and getting the stell, but it didn't just lead to many laughs. I think most of the laughs came from the Monica storyline, as we also get to see her major personality quirk. Monica is a wackadoo, but what, but Rachel wanting the green ottoman as a seat directly in front of the TV should result in a freakout from anyone. Ross's delivery of "because you're a kook" is worthy of at least one stake. Oh, point moves. Wow. Okay. Beat Rose. He says the first episode that felt like it had a warm open rather than the sex talk in the coffee shop cold open. Phoebe's comment about beautiful women with ugly guys seems to be an early version of Lash Theory. I'll count this as friends stealing Seinfeld material. <laughs> uh, Chandler funny. being one upped by Israeli army stories is pretty relatable. My sister got married a couple weeks ago and posted in the family group chat, but within a day it was up by a crazy Israeli army story. Chandler, three stakes had a great situation for a little while. Joey, two stakes parlayed a bad role in a play into a role in a movie and now has an agent. Eggplant to Monica for being bullied by her friends into not keeping things the way she wants them. The best friend, not sure it has to be one of the six, but if not, I'd go with Aurora. It does not. The best friend could be anybody. Asshole could be anybody. Steaks, mm-hmm. and eggplants, just for our friends. Yeah. Um. Asshole, the movie director for Joey Scene, 1.9, Moo Points. I think this was my least favorite episode so far after last week being one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, so he's uh, closest to us so far.
0: Yeah, okay, a few more. We got Jim Crumley who says that they gave Joey an episode and like his play, it is not good. Hmm. It was fun to see Chandler's bedroom. His Mork doll was creepy 2.2 moves. Yes, this is true. Um, and he pointed me to a uh, a website of 15 curious details about friends we all missed. And there is a Mork doll on one of the shelves in Chandler's room. It's uh, 100% spot on. Very strange. Oh, wow. Um, come with Gal. Is Aurora the fucking asshole? Is the director of the Al Pacino movie? Just get the butt shot and move on. Don't <laughs> waste time firing poor Joey. <laughs> steaks and eggplants. The eggplant goes to Joey. Bad play and bad scene. And then <clears throat> one to Monica. First step in dealing with the problem is admitting it. One to Chandler that because the relationship with Aurora was good for him while it lasted. And one to Rachel for cleaning the apartment. Two steaks go to co- to Phoebe. For having the funniest line in the episode. Funniest lines. The Chandler could be a great example of last theory. Oh, wow. Is everyone saying last theory?
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow.
0: Um, And the repeated use of psycho re 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 sound referring to Monica.
1: Is okay. Do you think, by the way, that Joey getting fired from the Al Pacino movie is similar to Kramer getting fired for his um, overly dramatic uh, delivery of uh, these pretzels are making me thirsty? <laughs>
0: Um it is From similar it's right living? it's like they yeah. both like got into a movie and they're yeah. No, and, like and Woody
1: Allen and Al Pacino are two I mean you would say Scorsese would be the better comparison to Allen but um are two sort of iconic New York uh Pacino and, and Woody Allen are iconic New York characters.
0: Yeah no it's it's very similar. Yeah. Um yeah except that like Joey's like really an actor so he should know better whereas like Kramer is like much more yeah. a character like Yeah.
1: Um, um another difference is, is Al Pacino did not allegedly uh, have sex with his own child.
0: <laughs> that is another difference. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, although, I don't know. You probably should Google that first before you make <laughs> such bold declarations. You never know. <laughs> I mean, uh, Al Pacino just uh, isn't his wife pregnant with or, or some girlfriend. He, some partner of his is pregnant <laughs> with like his ninth child.
0: <laughs> Al Pacino has sex with all of them.
1: Yes. Exactly. I don't, I, I don't. Is it the wife? Is it the girlfriend? Is it the Chandler? Is it yeah. the Andrew? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Zach Brooks writes in and says, "I'm very aware of my tongue." Is such a true observation when you get nervous? Stakes mm. for Chandler. What do you think Chandler saw when he went into the bathroom? What could have made him scream like that? Yeah, that's that was my question. Um, yeah, it's a nude egg. Yeah. Um, I don't really care much about fashion, but what the fuck is Ross wearing in Monica and Rachel's apartment when Joey tells them about the butt double? Um, it's like a giant tan suit with a giant untucked dress shirt. Looks horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Eggplants.
1: It, the the 90s were a very baggy time. Yeah,
0: yeah. I Junko's I picture.
1: and yeah, our suits. Everything was very baggy.
0: Yeah, as I said, in the... In the fountain scene in the, in the song, he's wearing a very baggy suit. And, like, he does this weird thing with his upper body that haunts me in my yeah. nightmares. Yeah.
1: Although, again, I, in that case, I'm not sure maybe cause, just because it's wet. But, uh, yeah, it's even so. It's, way it's wet it's and he's, like, moving in slow motion. It's very yeah, crazy. It's, it's not a suit that, would, that we're, we're, we're wearing in a 2023.
0: Sets up some character traits, but it's sort of a nothing burger of an episode. Three points. Um. And finally, we end off. With Olin Allen, who says that was a very unphoebe like outfit at Freud looking good in it, though. The musical seem fun. Not that I recall seeing either, but I feel the upgrade from Al Pacino's butt to Joey Tribbiani's is similar in the gap in quality in their acting. OK, mm. episode 2.8. Moves.
1: Does Pacino have such a bad butt or does
0: Joey <laughs> have such a good butt? I don't know. It's a good question. All right. We'll have to get we'll have to follow up with Olin. Yeah, Olin. Let us know. Um, Three steaks to Joey. need those to sticks to fill out that. butt. just don't take any usual spices or sauces with it. <laughs> um, yeah. No, tab- no Tabasco. Um, one steak to Phoebe doing that iconic pulling the emergency handbrake motion, which is a second standout moment in credits for me after Ross's crunched up shoulder, slow arm move walk. That, yeah, that's, he's he's uh, he's specifically saying he likes it because he knows I don't. Yeah.
1: I do wonder, by the way, is it friends copying friends? When Joey later will have a? it's not the butt that he's acting for, but it's the uh, uncircumcised penis.
0: Oh, that's a good question, right? Because uh-huh. again,
1: again, they need a, an authentic Italian American. Right,
0: right. Yeah.
1: Well, he puts yeah. like a salami around it or something. Yeah, uh, you know, don't spoil all of Monica's ideas. <laughs>
0: um, this is, it is interesting that we're, we're six episodes in and we've had two that are just like named after a body part.
1: Mm, yes. Um what what's your feeling on on the word butt and in the various synonyms available for that body part
0: like which ones do i prefer to use yeah um i mean i like ass i think ass is a good one um i don't usually yeah i guess we say tush sometimes with the kids but um...
1: with yeah with kids with younger kids you say tush um for my older kids i think i say tush mhm i think uh tush um yeah butt butt doesn't really come up romp Romp. Uh, I don't say romp too much either. know Yeah. Um, romp is a noun. Rump. You mean? Rump. 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 Oh, yeah. Rump. Sorry. Oh, I thought you said romp with an O. No, no. Rump. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, again, I, I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever said rump either.
0: According to Merriam-Webster, there are 213 synonyms for.
1: Butt. Over under forty. Do you think I can get forty? Yeah, we're not. We don't get do this. No, we're not going to do this on the podcast. We're going to be here for a while. Yeah, but I just um, think Did I get more or less than forty? Yeah, probably. Do you want to go? Yeah. Do you want to go with a higher number?
0: I mean, well, it's like, well, I guess would you get them is different. To like, the, yeah, I mean, I are they know.
1: on this list?
0: Yeah, yeah, and also it's like you know them. That doesn't mean you'll come up with them when you're. Well, that's the, the thing. hard
1: thing, right? That's yeah. like when um, when <laughs> Rob's sister was trying to name things that you uh, that you take to the beach, <laughs> right? Right. Oh, you weren't there. You don't get there, or maybe you, you may have heard the story. I don't think so. No. Oh, at the Twins game in Minneapolis, Rob was uh like the guy on screen. Oh, on the screen. He- yeah, yeah, yeah. I did hear. I did hear. Yeah, right. yeah.
0: Um, you shouldn't bring anything to the beach. Beach is a terrible place.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um, anyway, so Rob I think named eight, and Mitch Garver, the Twins catcher at the time, named nine. So mm. he became uh, Rob's ops. Yes, I remember, that, I remember yeah. that. And I'm sure Rob could think of more than eight things, but you know, with the pressure on, it's a little oh, more difficult. Oh,
0: yeah, it's that's a tough spot. It's a tough yeah. spot. Mm-hmm um i he he once named all of the people that were ever on survivor which seems harder than naming eight things that you take to the beach
1: he he can name what season did he say that he did
0: he he did it like during um what's it called um pandemic like he did like an episode like like, so okay so 39 seasons basically no 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 and he did it like afterwards like he named every player yeah He he did like a youtube where he did it
1: i'm saying like by memory you mean that's crazy yeah yeah. That's impressive. Well, you yeah, know, he's very he's very involved. Uh, I, I know, <laughs> but, but there's a lot of people who are like it's a lot anonymous. of people. It's a lot of people. Sure. Like I I, I obviously he's you know, he's uh, a world expert in the show. I get that. But still. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, are we done? Are we done with Olin and that's the postman?
0: Um, I think we didn't do his uh, finish his stakes. Oh. Um, he also gives one to Chandler for being honest. With Joey, and nervously bagging a dangerous soldier. And the eggplant also goes to Chandler for getting all emotionally attached when he's being used for his body. (laughs) Um, The come with guy goes to Joey, getting the gang away from Central Park and get some new cultural experiences. The fucking asshole is the director being unable to get a suitable performance from such a willing actor. And but and like you and like me, Olin gives the episode one point eight new points. Wow, exactly. Which rounds us off with. An audience average of 2.91, which with my 1.8 and your 1.8 gives us an average of 2.17, making it by far the lowest rated episode of the Mm -hmm. series so far. Um, A full uh, seven tenths of a point below the next lowest
1: episode. Yeah. Although we'll have other episodes to fill that in.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Alex, how, uh, how did the interwebs rate this episode?
1: Uh Yeah, so they they are not high on this episode either, although they're not high in a couple of the earlier episodes, as I said. Um, Overall, this episode ranks 185th. And so, yeah, that's not so great.
0: No. Okay.
1: Yeah. Now we have a total of, there's 10 or 20, I guess, depending on how you want to count it, double episodes. Okay. And because some rankings merge them, some rankings don't merge them. So the ones that don't merge them, I just average them together basically so we have 226 even though there's usually 236 episodes Mm -hmm. okay yeah don't you hate to be continued on tv i mean the whole reason you watch a tv show is because it ends if i wanted a long boring story with no point to it i have my life all right uh next week we will have the one with the blackout which by contrast to uh tonight's episode is considered one of the, uh, you know, the greatest of the greatest of the greatest episodes in the series history, uh, a top 10 episode. What I'm curious about, maybe there's something we can track in general, is are the highest rated episodes of this show episodes that like in a vacuum, someone who wasn't necessarily uh, a watcher of the show would say are the best? Or are these rankings by people who are fans of the show because of their significant or iconic plot moments, etc.?
0: Probably the latter.
1: Um. Yeah, and so which is different than like a like you know a Seinfeld, for example, or 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 always sunny, or sort of more traditional sort of like joke forward, uh, comedies, I think. Um, but yeah, certainly, it, it, my guess is that it's more about the the narrative and the story and the advancing of the relationships than anything else. But we'll see.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we will see. Um, right. Unlike everybody in the episode,
1: and who don't see what? What do you mean? It's a blackout. Oh, I see. <laughs> Get my jokes. <laughs> All right. I'll, bye-bye. Bye.
0: Bye. Get a life, Jews.